0: Joel and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we stand, the Wurundjeri people and the Kurnagana people respectively. We pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Cinemangs. My name is Matt Annette, uh, oh. I am here with my best good good movie boy, Joel Anderson. Hello.
1: Uh. Hi, Joel. Uh, what have you been doing recently? Uh, well, this morning I've been sleeping. That's cool. I, I ate too many ham sandwiches last night. Ham
0: uh, of does often induce
1: sleep. It, it really does. Yes. I put the Tabasco sauce in there and, you know, it yeah. just knocks you right out. That's the combo. Do you want to just um, do a
0: food? We could do a food <laughs> podcast instead of movies.
1: Yeah. Uh, just...
0: I, I think we should, like, just a side note, we could actually do that. We talk about food a lot.
1: True.
0: We could have a segment
1: that is really that, that no one likes, like a True. really bad segment. That's great. Yeah.
0: Well, no, we we could do the sort of a Bam thing where it's just a you know it, it it it's really forced upon you. Like it's not the podcast within a <laughs> podcast they do are not good, but you,
1: know, you get used to them. Yeah. Um, Speaking what about of media? podcasts within a podcast, yeah, that was what yeah. I was going to say. What is the other media that we've been consuming? Yeah. What have you been eating up? Um. I've been listening to a new podcast called History on uh, History on Fire. History it's, on Fire. Who's that? It's excellent. Uh, I cannot pronounce his name. He's great. an Italian historian. Awesome, um, fantastic. I've listened he, to this he's... first couple episodes. Uh, the slave wars, which is like slave wars okay. that happened in in Rome, It's very ah, okay. very interesting. That sounds great. You are a big history boy, aren't you? Yeah. But um, I've always been, like, really. an American history guy, and this is giving yeah. me, like, it's kind of mind-blowing, almost, because... Yeah. There is yeah. history outside of America. It's crazy. For sure. For sure.
0: Yeah. Didn't know though. I didn't yeah. know that. What about um, you, man? Well, I uh, have been doing... I've been doing a lot of, like, readings and stuff for school, so recently I um, read Bram Stoker's Dracula, and I watched uh, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which is a 2014 vampire movie by... Uh, Anna Lily Amapur, and it's great. It's a it's a really interesting comparison to do there, so can recommend that as a uh, sort of double screening um, for everyone who's spending hours sitting inside right now. Uh, yeah, uh, speaking of sitting inside, uh, what did, what did we watch this week? Um.
1: Didn't we just do that? <laughs> no, we didn't because um. Oh, we were doing in terms of movies,
0: specific movie that we watched. Remember. Oh. How this works?
1: <laughs> I-, I thought you meant just as movies in general because I watched a bunch of movies this week. All one right, of them well, we is the one that we're the... doing right now, which yeah. is called Persepolis. Persepolis. Um, in terms of pronunciation, uh, I listened to one of those fucking YouTube robots say it over and over again, <laughs> and that did not help. And then I got right. my dad, and my dad's like, uh, I was like, hey, dad, how, how do you think this is pronounced? He's like, oh, yeah, P- Persopolis <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's like, it's a, so I did
0: actually look up the origin yeah. of that term. Same. It's a Greek term that means, uh, it means Persian city, I think. Um, well,
1: so the title means Persian city in Greek. Mm, yep. it's, it's a city that uh, yes. it is within the confines of Iran today. Yeah, um, yeah, the ruins of it at least yeah. are still there. So, Persepolis. 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 Well, I Persepolis. always pronou- I, in my head I pronounced it like Persepolis.
0: Persepolis. But
1: P- Persepolis, I think, is like the sort of anglicized. You know, uh, we always yeah. pronounce Greek words sort of like that. So that's yeah. that's fine. Yeah. All right. Brilliant. So, um, so, so I chose this movie based yeah. on uh based on just well the fact that I love it mm. I um this is one of the first movies I watched when I started watching foreign films it, uh like probably like five years ago now um four or five years and uh I just found it really powerful back then mm. and even more so now honestly but um uh, I, I
0: think this movie is a uh, the the like one of the um, predominant thoughts I had finishing it is that I want to show this movie to my kids when they're like mm-hmm. probably like ten or twelve yeah, because like I, wrote I I am nineteen and I am very very uneducated about the history of Iran um, definitely
1: a definitely lot exposes our there. education system yeah totally, <laughs> totally. Um, um, and you, it, you it can... is. You can, it's definitely one of those films where it's like, everyone would, if everyone on Earth watched this, the Earth would be a better place, in my opinion, honestly. It just teaches you so much. It gives such a good perspective.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, It is a good perspective. I think because it's sort of, it's sort of just like a really interesting way to do a, um basically a documentary, right? Like, it's a documentary
1: through the eyes of this character, wow. who I, I am wondering, because you you've, done all the,
0: you've done all the research on this, Is this a, was this a real woman, Maja?
1: So, yeah, uh, she okay. is the writer of the film. Awesome. And uh, I, I literally, literally just, like, four minutes ago, I watched an interview with her. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, this is a sort of pseudo-documentary, probably yeah. not fully correct about her life. But she just says that, um, she just says it's a human documentary, so it's not really about her specifically, it's about the human experience in general. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. So, maybe, maybe there is a bunch of stories taken directly from her life, but Mm -hmm. it's, that's not really what's important here, in her opinion. yeah. 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 She also says that it's not necessarily, uh, a, uh... Feminine film, like a feminine focused film, which I felt was like, this is one of the most beautiful execution of feminism in in films I've ever seen in my, like, but she says that once again, it's more about the human experience in general. And Mm. it's just the fact that she is a a female is the way it's like this. It's not because she was trying to uh, display that specific thing. This Mm. is just how life is. For many females,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I, that's kind of the feeling I got. Is that it is not, um, it's not there to make some great statement about a feminism or something. It, it's even just, though like, literally the experience. Yeah,
1: even though literally, there's a, quite a few statements that are great. Yes, definitely. about that are feminist in this. Like especially yeah. a lot of the uh, the lines that the grandma gives. The grandma yeah, is the best character in totally. this movie, She's in awesome. my opinion. She She's so awesome. cool. <laughs> She's so fucking cool. Yeah. They chop off their tiny baby dicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay, well, so t- tell me about your... Um. Tell me more about your history with this movie and this kind of story. Like, did you know the political history of Iran before this movie, or...?
1: So, I it? only knew it from the US perspective. Yeah. There's a bit where they mention the FBI um, teaching... Uh, the military there, how to torture people. Yes, yeah. And I knew about that because because I, I was. Oh, I, I've always just been interested in how much bullshit that USA <laughs> yeah. exports. They yes. export the worst things, like war and torture is one of the two greatest exports. Right. Um. Uh. And yeah, other than that, other than that, like I di- honestly didn't really know enough. Uh, I don't think about this, uh, the history of Iran, and it seems to, as most historical stories do, parallel a lot of other things that have happened in history. Uh, for example, what's happening right now in America, like, I got a lot of like a lot of flashes of that in this, especially watching it, you know, yesterday rather yeah, than yeah. four or five years ago. Yeah. Um. But. Overall yeah I I think that it was de- it definitely exposed uh the little knowledge I had yeah. about this when I started watching it this time I was like man I I need to uh research uh Iranian history and all history more because the fact that there's all these very powerful stories out there that I just completely missed and yeah. instead I learnt about Pompeii and yeah yeah, yeah. and and, Ancient Egypt. Yeah, and the, mm. well, those are two very interesting things as well, but it's just like, it's strange. It's strange which bits and pieces you have to pick to put into a curriculum. Um, yeah, totally. And this sort of, as I, as I keep saying, expose that in a way. Mm, definitely. Now, How yeah, about you? I,
0: I think I was quite similar. I The very little that I did know was um, kind of from the American perspective, but I think I have always, like as as a lot of us have I think we have grown up understanding that there's a lot of political unrest in the Middle East I think that uh, it's important for us to learn how much of a hand uh, America had in that again i'm I'm still not an expert on the uh, all of the events that went on there but like even watching this I was like wait so like what is what was the what was the revolution about what was the outcome of that and uh I I still am sort of wrapping my head around the fact that like, okay, they, they had a revolution and then shit didn't necessarily get better after the revolution. Like there's a line, there's a line just after the revolution occurs in the movie where, um, I think the uncle, uh, says like, um, all this happens with all revolutions. There's a, there's a period of transition or something, which in hindsight, that seems to be, um, like optimism because he's seeing shit, turning bad after yeah. the revolution and saying, "Oh yeah, don't worry, like it's gonna get better.
1: It's just gonna take a few years." But optimism it apparently is, does not is, get better. Optimism, well, I mean, optimism, I thought, is like a free line with this movie, while also just having like very, very uh, hard to deal with things throughout the whole thing. Hmm. The overall um, impression I got by the end of it is that. Despite all these things that happen in society, uh, the individual's life is still uh, a beautiful and, and well-lived-out sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of difficult, though, after watching this movie, <laughs> to to uh, just go about your life in a way, because it is so real and so um, intense yeah. at parts. It is. Even even the, fem- the the feminist, I'm going to say, aspect even though it's the writer says it's not necessarily feminist. Um, I'm just going to call it like a, a dog, a dog because I, I think this movie is a dog and that dog okay. is <laughs> named, names feminism. And anyway, <laughs> I, 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 I found it a very dog named feminism. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably a great dog. It's probably very respectful. Um, <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I love it for that reason. Really? Honestly, like, um, mm. Uh, just the statements it it makes about about the female experience and it's it's one of those films where it could leave you like hating men in and yeah and i I don't think there's enough of those in a sense but also I've been feeling lately like hate in general is not always the best route for something like this yeah but yeah. yeah. But I think this film does a good way does a good way does a good uh, job of balancing the hate and uh, the love and and all of that and just giving you a plain view of what's going on like there's mm. all these sort of characters such as the police the the guy on the steps and such that are men and are pieces of shit mm. to put it frankly but at the same time... Um, there's also men in this movie that are, you know, uh revolutionaries and and strong father figures and all sorts of things and it's it's not like it's not like a hit, hit piece on men sort of thing. No. So a, a lot of I feel like a lot of men would watch this and be very uncomfortable with it as well. Um Yeah,
0: potentially. I I think that it less of a hit piece on men. I think it is um I mean, part of it's an indictment of what uh, religion has, religion and government has done to a country like that. Again, I speak from little education about this situation, but it seems as though um, the Islamic extremists in that country, being like like uh, politics and religion being wrapped up so tightly, has resulted in a lot of shitty things, which, like, that is a that is a common occurrence when religion and politics get involved, see, like, England forever um, under a monarchy, but I... Including us as
1: well. Especially. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but I, I, I... So when I first learned about Islamic religion in, like, year 9 or 10, I legitimately, like, learning the basics of it, I, I went... We both went to a Catholic school, um, and I was raised a Catholic, and or oh, it's kind of a lazy Catholic, but um, I legitimately considered converting to Islam when I first learned mm. about it, like <laughs> learning about the five pillars and shit. I was like, oh, this yeah. seems like very sensible and shit. And like learning about the religion and then also at the time sort of seeing all of this stuff about um, Muslim terrorists and all this shit, I was like, oh, this is like very, like, that." that this was really wrong. important education for the time, yeah. I think, because, yeah, as I said, the Islamic religion is a nice fucking thing. Something that I would legitimately consider supporting more than I do um, Christianity. But, like Christianity, it has serious flaws that are um, and its confirmation bias are... for a lot of misogyny, well, yeah, which this movie uh, points out so Its flaws
1: heavily. are very human flaws, you know? It's about yeah, the people I... that are practicing them, and this re- movie really shows it. Shows yeah,
0: it. I think so. I-, I don't want to excuse the flaws... Because, no, I'm like, not excusing like, them, but yeah, I'm saying no, no,
1: no. that that in all religion, it, it, it becomes about the people practicing the religion and how yes, how that practices it. Definitely, um, and you,
0: I, I, like 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 that, you get extremists who are outspoken that give the religion a bad name as a whole. Whereas, not a terrible thing.
1: Um, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess we are talking about the movie. Really, the, yeah. the movie is so about its own themes and and the society it d- depicts, that mm-hmm. it's impossible to talk about the movie almost without talking about those things. But let's try for a little second. Um, in terms of animation, this is so friggin' beautiful to me. Yeah, it is lovely. It is... V- the, uh, the opening credits are very, like, uh, Iranian-style uh, animation, like, traditional... Uh, not even animation, just just art... Traditional mm. style, and then it's sort of like you know, isn't that for the bulk of the movie? But there's there's the little bits of, of stylized uh Iranian, I guess, stylizedness that uh, I just find very um, very, very interesting to the eye. And um, I, I wonder what do you, I wonder what you thought about the, the use of black and white in this film? Yes. because it's almost like. When, when it goes to her at the airport at the start, um, uh, Jane and, and then it goes, like, she sees her own memories, and then that that is in black and white, I'm thinking, oh, okay, so they're going to use the technique where the flashbacks are all in black and white. But then the, almost the entire movie is in yeah, black, and, black white and white, because almost yeah. the entire movie is about, like, a flashback in a sense. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, I it was quite interesting. I I um almost didn't notice the switch from color to black and white in the beginning, but by the end of it when when you f- flash forward again and she gets in the taxi and stuff, I was just I really found myself looking at like her red jacket and all of these lovely colors and yeah. <laughs> thinking about how fucking beautiful the colors are. Like yeah, yeah. they're not even especially like they're not even used in a in a fantastic way. They're just yeah, like it's, they're it's there a, like, and because you've been colours, looking at yeah. yeah, because you've been looking at all of these um quite depressing scenes in black and white for the majority of the movie, I think the colour is sort of this breath of fresh air. Um and the backgrounds in the flashbacks with like the sort of charcoal shading are uh, most of them are like masterful. They are it, really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um it's sort, and it's sort of it, it gives yeah. Like it gives this. Um, I think it does a similar thing to what lighting does in uh, in live action movies. The the shading and backgrounds in um, in animated movies, especially this one. I think it's just like ah. Uh, there's just so much in backgrounds of animation that is awesome. There's there's just fucking incredible pieces of art that are like cut to and from in a second. Yeah. it it
1: it's it sort of. I, I was wondering if. The whole black and white to color thing was meant to represent something mm-hmm. and and I think it is but at the same time it's just it's just at, at its core it's a black and white film that uses the black and white just just so incredibly well. I mean the bit where the tanks roll over the screen yeah and it, it all becomes pitch black. And it's sort of, they're silhouetted and it's to, to show how foreboding they are, you know, how Mm. foreboding this military presence is to this young girl. It's amazing. Um,
0: Um, so interesting sort of intertext that I have run into is, um, so... I watched the, uh, watched the movie yesterday and this morning I started listening to, uh, the audiobook for George Orwell's 1984, um, yeah, wow. which is, yeah, that it is, um, kind of scary how much that, like, it, it, how, how reminiscent 1984 seems to, um, Iran in its, especially to women, like in its restrictiveness and, um. I don't know. So, I'll, I'll just completely change tracks. I want to talk about uh, the scene where she is in the park. It's it's when she's like a young woman in her early 20s, I think, and she's in the park in Iran and she sees a man reading a newspaper who's looking at her ass and then uh, a bunch of soldiers or policemen turn up and then she basically dobs the guy in mm. and then uh, you she goes home to her grandma and her grandma basically berates her for like, no, nah, you... you potentially just sort of cause the death of an innocent man, which is not, not like, that's not what we stand for. That's not what your uncle fought for and everything. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that is, that is a very, very interesting scene.
1: How, how did you there's feel a, about that? There's a couple times I cried during this movie. That wasn't mm-hmm. one of them, but that definitely moved me in the sense that I probably, I think I, I exclaimed something and I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that is so powerful and so, um, uh, relevant to right now. The whole, when you have an oppressive society, and you sort of play into it in any in any way, even when this guy is being a a bit of a grub, mm. um, or not even a bit, he's being a full-on pervert. Yeah, full-on grub. Um, full-on grub boy. Uh, it's it you're betraying your own moral morals and 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 you're sort of you're sort of uh karmically going it in the exact opposite direction. Um you're doing something so so it the the uh it sort of really outweighs the the actions he did, what mm. was going to happen to him. And yeah. for throughout the whole movie the grandma figure is such a uh figure of of like logic, hope and and all sorts of she's very uh she's just excellent. So yeah, the fact that she for... she she berates her is such a uh emotional thing because yeah. I, I feel like th- this is the best example in this movie of her um like learning a lesson in 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 this in a
0: in living in a depressed society yeah, yeah yeah for sure
1: I, it's, I yeah, what were
0: you gonna say about it? Um, just the grandma does stand for that through the whole movie, except for one line where she calls her a fucking slut or something and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> why chill out grandma, well, what the
1: fuck? Well uh, yeah, and she says when they go and get the beans from the cart, which I oh, thought beans. was so
0: awesome. Hot beans. <laughs> I love Hot it. beans. The, and, <laughs> so and that good.
1: guy that guy is just standing out there with his cart. With his yeah. beans exposed to the elements, <laughs> <laughs> cover your beans, bro. She says some unsavory things in that in that part, but I, that's definitely them showing um, the the religious aspect and how it affects even the most strong and uh, strong-willed and and smartest people mm. to. Uh, you know, in this example, uh, I, I, I I I struggle to even call it sh- slut shaming because what she's doing is it's just so plain. It's like nothing. She's literally doing nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I, I also kind of I like though what she was talking about might may have been a little problematic. Um, I, and I don't ex- remember the exact words, but I remember the like the fact that she is speaking openly in public about the um, some sort of. She's speaking about anti-governmental stuff, right? Like yeah, yeah, which she does then, throughout the film, right? And then and then uh, her and the um, cart vendor have like a uh, little moment of camaraderie yeah. where he's like bean um, man, yeah bean man, um, Mr Bean we'll call him, yeah Mr Bean, <laughs> TM. Um, they yeah they have that little moment of karate camaraderie and I think that is kind of nice and interesting to compare to the. Uh, opposite moment where Marjan sort of um, dobbs in the, the pervert guy,
1: yeah,
0: which is yeah. I, I don't know. I Solidarity. feel like yeah. I feel I feel honestly. Um, I feel a little. I think it's good that we are being educated about this thing because while this is a movie, as we've sort of been talking about, this is a very very real situation, yeah. Um, and I feel like. Well, yeah, I feel like it's very important for us to um, be educated about this real oppression that is going on, especially as, like, very privileged white boys in,
1: like, upper middle class areas, Mm -hmm. like... Or just, or just, or just, um, sort of our political leanings. mm. We, with anything I, I knew I learned about in history, I learned about how how the things that we get angry about today are not insular things. Mm. They've happened throughout history, and it's always a bad thing, but it just puts it in more a greater perspective for people like us that don't have the perspective. Yeah. Um, and I think that this movie is just so good at doing that. Um, it is. It is. Go back to my point that people, uh, everyone should watch this film. Yeah. Um. And I don't say that about very many films. I feel like we're sort of struggling to find words sometimes here, but that's just because of how sort of gigantic the topics this film discuss are. It's almost um, hard to put into words sometimes, especially trying to be respectful and and all these sort of things. Definitely. Um, uh, A little thing about the animation again, just uh, that I forgot to put in there is that it reminds me of the movie uh fantastic planet which is another movie that everyone should watch
0: mm-hmm.
1: just because it's so seminal in terms of films um haven't seen yeah and I, yeah yeah well yeah I'm it's sure. just yeah well i mean it, it's one of those animated films where it's so surrealistic the, the, all of the surrealistic and sort of little funny things, which, which we should talk about as well. There's a lot of little funny things that happen in this film, that make the entire uh, experience more, um, more palatable, which I love so much. Like, like uh, the bit where she uh, uh, goes through puberty and her eye gets big and it yeah. gets big and, and <laughs> stuff like really that. Good. It's almost like that slapstick really and almost like slapstick animation in little bits, yeah. where there's like these these small animation parts, I, I don't even know, like, caveats or something like that, where it just makes me giggle a little bit, and that sort of, like, helps you get through yeah. the, uh, very difficult stuff, the political stuff, the, uh, yeah. religious stuff in this film.
0: Yeah. I also, um, I really enjoyed... I, I was just looking at, um, the, uh, some quotes that I had written down, and, uh, there was the... there's the scene where she... Calls out, um, I can't remember his name, I it, think it's like Momo or it, it, emo, it's something like Emo or some shit. But the, the French uh, Mohawk yeah. guy yeah. who is like super um, anarchist and shit. Which I, I, love, I love the portrayal of like French anarchist teenagers. I don't know any French anarchist the whole teenagers, but like, it's really, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. fun.
1: Um, I, I can't relate to that personally, but I know I have very close friends that are uh, very into that whole thing. And it just makes me feel sort of warm inside to see that sort of thing played out. But what about him? You... Um,
0: there's... So I've got the quote here. Momo says, uh, Life is a void when man realises that he can no longer live, uh, so he invents power games. And then Marjan says, Bullshit, life isn't absurd. Some people give their lives for freedom. You think my uncle died for fun? Egotistical prick. Which is like... That was a very uh, good... Woo! Snap out of it moment for yeah. me because I was sort of like ah oh, yeah I can't like I know he's meant <clears> to be a joke but uh, like I'm you know I'm a I'm a 19 year old boy studying literature so I'm like kind of on this um, you're getting into the nihilism yeah, yeah 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 but uh, there is also like there are people who you know they live that shit they don't just yeah. like talk about it in university classes so I think that's a that's a very important thing and I just enjoy I I think I expected them. To I expected her to the, also the way it's posited, which happens a lot in this movie, the way it's posited by her narration, uh, she it seems like she's gonna become really good friends with these people, and they're gonna be like really important parts of her lives, and they just sort of she just sort of exists on the outside mm. of their little group for a while until they disappear, and she like yeah she she gives
1: this line, but until they leave nihilism, yeah 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 um, nihilism is such a like it, this movie puts it so perfectly. It's such a like twenty year old teenage, yeah, sort of teenage thing. Yeah, um, not that nihilism isn't a legitimate sort of uh, philosophy, and yeah. there's very legitimate parts of it. But this sort of is almost like a comedic take on that, where yeah. where you have people that are just they, uh, like like us. We, they just have uh, they're missing a bit of perspective, yeah, and definitely. and she has been through it in in spades. And she's able to offer up this, like, demon of, of, of reality and shoves it right into this guy's face. It's yeah. so beautiful. I love that bit too. Um, another bit I
0: really liked was when she... I, I really like her um, back and forths with God. I think that's that's quite good. And also, yeah, let's one talk of the about final that. ones...
1: Did you, did you ever, as a kid, uh, talk to God, like, in this similar way? Or... Not at all?
0: Or... A little bit. I think when I was a kid, I would occasionally do that, but I would never picture him talking back, which might speak mm. to my... Um, I think I think part of that is a result of being raised in a Catholic environment and, uh, I mean, literally deifying God, right? Like, he mm. is this... this all powerful figure who he doesn't like sit around and have a conversation with you he, like he keeps just saying he sorry he, excuse what, me but yeah, that's well, that's what yeah, the that's a, the movie uses it's a, it's a it does the, yeah. it's a white
1: man's god as as I like to yeah. say yeah yeah
0: um, which is interesting yeah I I think I was raised with the I don't even know if it's a product of my the things I was taught more just my my brain workings but that like God is um, yeah, he's not someone that has a it's, chat it's with. It's more abstract you it than yeah. while you're laying a bed, he exactly. is someone that just like exists up there and you can talk to him and then maybe something will happen as a result of that, but like otherwise not really. <laughs> well, um, so
1: I used to every single night up until the point when I was about 11, I used to converse with God, very one-sided conversations, which these are not. Yeah. Um, I uh, I would have uh, I, a lot of my childhood I had issues sleeping. And this is sort of what I did while I was just laying there awake. And um, I found that very uh, touching and sort of... um, It really hit home for me, the fact that she is in a slightly... or not slightly, uh, way more religious environment. So her experience with that is amplified to the point where she's actually conversing back and forth with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But whereas for me, it was more like, do you exist? Knock once for yes. I literally did that exact thing, like, every single night. And then I would, like, hear the creaks, and every now and again, you know, God would be there. And Mm. she would say, you know, uh, start drinking more water at school, Joel. You're going to faint again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's so interesting
0: how we can find, like... um you can i i feel like i understand like the extremities that some religious people can go to because like yeah. when you stretch a little bit to find faith to find signs you can find them fucking anywhere right like you yeah. you find signs and creeks in your house
1: but it's so like, interesting all the parallels that i have drawn from this film one of which mm. is the whole hiding the alcohol thing you and i have like yeah our, we have experiences with this drinking um Drinking beers um, in my back room and then going out in the middle of night and putting them in a in someone else's bin uh, yeah. <laughs> up the road or whatever. Running,
0: running along the streets, screeching. Oh,
1: oh my god! And, and but this is so like the environment they're in it just amplifies that situation to the nth degree where mm. like literally they will get sent to jail and possibly executed for it. So it it just it puts that in perspective too. But I, I have this like sort of warm feeling from those scenes where I'm like, ah, yes. This is like a through line for humana- humanity. This sort of, like, it's almost anarchy where you're, you're despite the situations going on, you're prioritising having a do- good time and yeah. just live, yes. living living life. It's so pivotal. Yeah, I,
0: I, I really love that, um, like, to us, especially in this, not to date ourselves, but, no, nah, to date ourselves, um, in isolation time when we cannot party, partying, like... In mm. uh, with perspective, partying seems like a very small thing, <laughs> even though it can be very beneficial for mental health and everything. But yeah. like,
1: it's some of the best this, times in the human experience.
0: It is, and it, like yeah. in this in this super repressed society, they're still
1: like, mm. uh,
0: we're gonna we're gonna go over and have a couple, gonna a couple of are going a little dance, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Oh my god,
1: <laughs> when the uh, I'm not sure the character's name, but it's one of the uncle's wife, I think, or yeah. someone's wife. Um, not to just degrade her to the point where she's just a wife, a character in this film... Mm-hmm. Uh, where she's in the bathtub crushing the grapes, and she's yeah, apologising uh, oh yeah, the,
0: the maid, the maid. Yes, <laughs> she's apologising the <laughs> god over
1: and over again. So good. It's, she's oh, a very
0: good it? character. She's in like you know yeah. two minutes of it. She's brilliant. Um, uh, but she's yeah, a, along those lines, when that uh, the guy that she is crushing the grapes for, who I think is one of the uncles who's making the wine, there's a scene where he's got like this uh, this wine kit on the table in front of him, and he has a little gets a little test tube of it, and he sips it, and there's this little facial expression. where he's like and then he just sort of shrugs like yeah fucking dude (laughs) that's (laughs) exactly that's that's one of those little
1: bits of of of, you know joyous animation in this yeah yeah definitely and all 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 the bits where she's dancing i find very um i I find very nice to watch as well because it's just like oh yeah she's just grooving Is excellent yeah yeah Yeah, definitely
0: um i think it sort of reminds me of in a broad sense, it reminds me of the way that The Last of Us games do, um, like, this very intense, depressing uh, stories. But then you have these little moments of reprieve where everything is just beautiful and happy for a second. And you're like, yeah. I love life. And then you go back to the depressing, um, yeah. like, Reality said, a little, so, yeah, 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 it's it's interesting. The, um... Yeah, it, it, I think that's the same same as we were talking about the color before. Like when when 90 percent of the movie is in black and white, the colors just look especially beautiful when they are there.
1: Yeah, uh, um, the bit where the eye of the tiger bit is so oh, yes, <laughs> so <laughs> excellent. Um, yeah. the writer so director, uh, who's the ca- the Mar-Jane, main character. Marjane, you say it. such
0: a super white. Well, dish. I am. I am. I, I am a white guy.
1: <laughs> I am a white guy. Um, yeah, you're right. Ma- well, how do you say it? Majan, Majan. So, Mahjong, <laughs> uh, she intentionally had that bit off-key, and I think it makes it so, so endearing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, it's like, great. you can relate to it, because, I don't know, you, everyone has in their life sung in their room, like, terribly, yeah. other than, you know, uh, a couple of our friends who are uh, just beautiful singers, full stop. Um, True. They only yeah. sing well in their rooms. Yeah, they only seem well in their rooms. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> and that's the great divider. That's what this film's really about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another w- little you, caveat that I just enjoy so so much is is the uh, black market of tapes. These oh, I tapes. know it's so good. It's so well. good. Such oh, a good it's scene. fun. Where yeah. um where me and my dad talked about this as well. There's a couple things we really talked about after this film about it. You um, watched this film with your dad. No, I just showed okay. him a couple bits because okay. I, I thought he would find them interesting. Cool. And he w- we were t- talking cool. about how whenever you outlaw literally anything, there immediately becomes a black market for it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. such an interesting thing for there to be a black market for just music, and and the what is it, Jekyll Maxon? <laughs> <laughs> That's Jekyll Maxon. So good. I oh my that. god. And, and and it's just like. I, I just found it so pleasing to have these, like, really, like, sketchily, uh... Uh, sort of intimidatingly drawn people uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. that are clearly meant to be, like, you know, our equivalent of a drug dealer or, or, mm. or a watch, uh, fake Rolex salesman. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And then they're just like, Pink Floyd? <laughs> <laughs> Jack on Playing cards, yeah. playing cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. And she gets her little, uh her little denim jacket that says punk is not D, de- uh, dead. Uh, punk D- is not e- dead. D-D. D-D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, it's I good. found that I, I, even though I don't personally relate to that, I know people that would, and I just mm. really, um, I really love that bit. Um,
0: yeah. and I think though, though this is a, uh, sort of trivialization of a real traumatic experience, I think that it is also just like, I love, I, I, again, I'm the same. I'm, I wasn't a huge like a super um, punk teenager, but yeah. I love the role that punk uh, music and punk culture has played, and like to see that in somewhere like an oppressed Iran is like yeah. it's so fantastic. It's just like it, it bleeds makes it real. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so another quote I have in front of me. We were talking about the God thing before. Um, there's a scene. One of the scenes with <laughs> God is God and Karl Marx. <laughs>
1: And yeah, God goes, I was God, gonna ask if you noticed that that was yes, Marx. Yeah. Yes,
0: they they were they were um, but they're both talking to her. And God says, "Go, do what you have to do." And then Mark says, "Remember, the struggle goes on." Eh? And God goes, "Yeah, yeah, the struggle goes on."
1: <laughs> I uh, love I love that they're up there together. It's so funny. I love this uh, notion that she, the whole like interactions between her and her uncle and the different uh, revolutionaries yeah. are so um. So beautiful in this film, yeah. Where and it, and it just gets ingrained in her to the point where, yeah, eventually, when she starts when she's on good speaking terms again with God, she's also gonna have Karl Marx there to moderate, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> make sure That's everything cute. is uh even and well distributed as Karl mm. Marx would.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, what did you think of the uncle
1: character, um, Anush? I think that. Um, it's one of those characters in in films where um, it's sort of it's sort of like a man who all rights is leading to something creepy happening but nothing creepy happens and he's just a good guy and I just really appreciated Mm. it for that because it Yeah, I I thought that that, in terms of this film is about the uh, uh, Marjane um, her, him as a role model is such a well played out and well plotted out thing for her. Where she gets almost, you know, she gets uh her feminine side from uh her grandma and her mother, but he, she gets her really rebellious side and from her uncle in this mm-hmm. film and, and her dad in a sense as well. Yeah, and I think that. Uh, all those little bits where it's her as a child talking to him, are uh, very very powerful. Mm. Um, the things I... that he says are—I uh, mean, you could take those quotes out and put them, put them somewhere else, and they would stand alone as uh, really insightful things about <laughs> human nature and society and and you know politics and all the, all sorts of things. I thought that it was very well very well re- written, as all of yeah. this movie is. Yeah. yeah,
0: definitely. Um I I also got the like I thought it was a very, very interesting feeling at the beginning when uh the um like the riots or not riots, like the mar- they see the march in the street below their apartment, the Death to Shah march. Mm-hmm. Um and like the I haven't seen a lot of movies where that kind of march, that kind of, like, uh, demonstration is something that the characters are celebrating. Like, often that is a sign of turmoil and a sign of, um, like, shit is starting to get messy. Which, it does kind of get messy in this movie, but the characters, at the moment, in that, like, standing in that apartment, the dad, like, picks up Marjan, and he's like, it's happening. And I was like, wow, that must be... What, What a, like, wild experience to... Live through and be such a part of a revolution like that. Yeah, like, and, yeah. And, and,
1: and let's talk about that the fact that she's so young and this is her yeah. formative years. Yeah. She almost, I get the sense that she views all these political things that are going on as sort of like fairy tales in a way that she brings to bed at night and converses yeah. with God about. Yeah, and it's sort of like a, a big reality check again where her version of, of uh, for me, might for me, you might be, like, WWE wrestlers, uh, <laughs> revolutionaries that are literally, like, dying in the street and going to prison and getting tortured and stuff. It's, yeah. it's fucking amazing. Mm. Um, and I, one of, I I, another one of uh, her, um, her role models in this film is Bruce Lee, and I really want yes. to talk about that, because yeah. I, I just, at the core of it, I find it very, uh, very pleasing animations of where she's, like, uh, doing uh, ninja kicks and, and karate chops and such. Yeah. And, and, and sneaking around it's so, so, it's so sweet Yeah, I know, and, um, but at the same time I, I, there's this comedian Joey Diaz who is a com- uh, Cuban American comedian mm-hmm. and he talks about how important uh, Bruce Lee was for uh, non-whites it, for, just throughout um, the world I guess because, because in terms of like, uh, western or just movies that sort of break through into uh, the whole of the world he is, like, one of the first ever non, uh, non-white non characters that, that, right, uh, right, right. that uh, people of colour can sort of get behind it and be inspired by.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think it was such a good... It's probably from her actual childhood, the writer. Um, yeah. Her uh, lover, I'm... Bruce Lee. But I just thought that that was uh, a great, great decision because it's very... Um, according to... Uh, This guy, Joey Diaz, this is actually the case for a lot of people. They were fucking... Like, people were crazy, crazy about fucking Bruce Lee. That's so interesting. And during the course of this movie, Bruce Lee would have died, and I think that... Um, I think that is sort of represented when she goes from Adidas shoes to Nike shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True.
0: Yeah, I've got the, the line from her. Um, I remember I led a peaceful, uneventful life as a little girl. I loved yeah. fries with ketchup. Bruce Lee was my hero. I wore Adidas sneakers and had two obsessions, shaving so my legs funny. one day and being the last prophet of the galaxy. <laughs> it's <laughs> so great. It's
1: so funny because she does not live it. A- peaceful uneventful childhood no yeah from our perspective at least at all Uh, yeah yeah
0: yeah but i think that that speaks a little bit to the um the sort of way that she seems to um treat these like stories of revolutionaries and stuff like she she gets her uncle it's she treats her uncle telling her the uh, like the stories of his experience in prison and with having to escape the country and go to Russia and be educated in communism. She treats that as a bedtime story that he promises to tell her once she's got her PJs on and everything. It's like it's a it's kind of interesting in living in a country where um a lot of the uh, obviously Australia has had very serious racial turmoil and has but um we haven't had a revolution like this. We haven't had. Um, that sort of thing that we can raise kids knowing the names of these great revolutionaries of Australia, right? Which I've actually been studying um, uh, an Aboriginal studies class at uni, and I've been learning about uh, some Aboriginal some uh, well, some Aboriginal revolution uh, revolutionaries, um, like some Mm. prominent figures in the Aboriginal community who, like, during the beginning of colonization, like, around the early 1800s, these were people who, like, were famous for rising up and, uh, battling the British and everything, and, like, there's some fucking awesome stories in there. Like, there's a guy who, um, is sort of treated as if he... I've forgotten his name, I should really get that, but, um, there's a guy who, uh, like... He's understood to have died twice because uh, his mm. mob thought him to be dead, but he was actually captured, and so they did yes. the like um, traditional like uh, burial rite sort of thing. I know about this, and then he uh, came back, and they were like, "Holy fuck, he's alive! Yeah. He's like this this great figure." And then, unfortunately, he was actually killed by the British, I believe, in the end. But, like... It's
1: so interesting. Such an interesting story. Well, not even interesting. It's, it's so sad that we just don't learn about any of this stuff in, yeah. our, in our school system. Yeah. Our little Aboriginal education is almost like this thing where it's, like, very clearly been um, sort of a government-mandated thing that you have to include something about Aboriginals in, in the curriculum. Mm. And, um... <clears throat> what you're talking about is, like, sort of a Spartacus figure. Um, right. You know, freeing the uh, slaves or the oppressed peoples. Yeah. Um And, yeah, I don't even know... I can't name one time we learned about any, any yeah. of that in our, in our high school education. That is fucking so interesting and so relevant to this film, actually. Um, yeah. Where... Yeah, we
0: probably learned about the, some of the names of the boats in the First Fleet.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. I mean, literally... Yeah. Literally. Um, Fuck, man, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, it's a chance for us to educate ourselves, though. Like, we are aware of this gap in our our knowledge. And as storytellers, this is... uh, Apart from something that we should just know as Australians... It's also really, really interesting information. Just like any ancient culture, mm. there is these awesome myths and the oldest uh, not even, on and earth. true stories. Like, yeah, oldest culture on earth. That's right. Um, yeah, there are the awesome stories that we can learn about and build off of. As almost every sort of fairy tale in history comes from um, some ancient myth or something. Like, you should read uh, Stephen Fry's Mythos. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, um uh... but yes.
1: I almost don't want to get back to the film in a sense because because that's sort of what this film stands for is in my opinion is is learning about the human experience and learning about history and mm. and um, I almost want to talk more about it but there's so many uh, so many funny things that I've I've listened to some podcasts where. Uh, Colonists are trying to travel across Australia, and it just shows yeah. how 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 this whole perspective you get as a kid are, of 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 Aboriginals being uh, lesser. And let's just put it that that's mm. what the perspective we we get is. It, it's fucking it is. It, sad, and it's a travesty. But it, it is it is that, and and the the colonists trying to travel across Australia, and the Aboriginals are, are giving them advice, and the colonists just straight up like ignore it all the time. And they, you know, end up in fucking swamps and and, and just getting lost and, and shit yeah, all the time yeah. because because they're uh, they uh th- consider themselves themselves superior and that they're, they're fucking clearly not. I think yeah. that our Western like the Aboriginal culture is just so fucking beautiful. It's mm. the way that they live off the land and their connection to the land is is really what I would like to see humanity return to in you know, the next 100 years. I think that if we got to that point, that would be um, amazing. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, and I, I'm, I'm really glad uh, for this film. Sort of, when you watch these foreign films, when you watch these films with uh, sort of more heavy topics, if you don't then go take the things that you'll learn and bring them into your own life, mm. um, it's sort of, you know, almost a pointless act. Other yeah. than just being a piece of entertainment, which it, in this case is, it's to me, it's very entertaining. I, I I wanted to um, you said something about you. I said this is one of this has been cemented as one of my favorite films of all time, mm. and, and it really mm. has. I really fucking adore this film. But you said you did not have the same experience. So no, what is that?
0: Um, I I, I don't think I can put this in, my. Uh, favorite films. I I think that it's it's a very nice animated film. It is a very important film, no doubt. I think people should watch it for its educational value. Um, but
1: doesn't I, give you that cinema thrill.
0: No, it doesn't quite, and it doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know that that may be because I qualify a lot of my favorite films by um the feeling that they give me. As yeah, you know, we we do with a lot of art, and I well, you should yeah. I, I finished this this film feeling a little bit uh, dissatisfied, but I think that was a result of it not being a. Um, it's not a three act story. It's it's that's why I sort of think <clears> about <throat> it more as a documentary and a sort of educational film because it is not. Uh, it's not satisfying. I don't think um, it is yeah. sad. Why do you
1: think that? Okay, so because because do you think that is just because of the 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 things that it deals with yeah I I think that um it's not fun it, uh, even though I find it no, fun I, but to there's you there's a lot do you of
0: not... no no I I did have fun with it and I don't think fun is a um I have there are a lot of films I really really love that are not fun that are very yeah. very, very sad Schindler's List is a very good um, example right, right 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 yeah um and I I don't know I I think it just it just gives it gives me The same feeling that, as I keep saying, a lot of documentaries do. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. I think. Yeah. Just the nature of the subject matter, um, and the fact that it's told through this, um, the life of this person, which we're assuming is at least loosely based on a real person. Um. I don't know. It. It's. It's dissatisfying. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing because I think that, um, this is not something that this is not a story that I should finish the movie and think, wow, I consumed that story. That was a good time. Let me not think about that again. Cause I think that this, I think that I've thought about this movie more and the, um, the like, Political implications, as you say, that I am applying to my own life, yeah. my own experiences. I think I've thought about them more because I felt dissatisfied by it, which I think is
1: really, really important yeah. for a movie like this. Um,
0: so there I is did a really graphic like it. Novel,
1: um, novel version of this film, oh, which I feel like in that, if you read it as a graphic novel, I think that um, I'm not sure if, if the order. I'm not sure. I think it I think it was a movie, movie first and then a graphic novel. But I feel like <laughs> reading it as a graphic novel. You get to take your time with it a bit more, and and you pro- there's probably more detail at it as well. Um, mm. I think that mm. that might be the in terms of this story might be the better way of telling it in a sense. Mm. It, it the, the, my point is that this is a movie, but you we keep you keep saying like it's a documentary, it's it's you know a human story, this and that. Um, th- it almost doesn't have that sense of a film that. I so adore where you're it's the point is to exhilarate you the point is to make you laugh make you cry even though this movie does both all of those things and it is a movie it sort of just it it lacks that in a way and I don't really want to say it lacks it it's it's really difficult to put in terms what uh this film uh is missing um to me but but I think Personally, personally, uh, that's just like not even the, almost the case because 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 it makes ma- makes me cry. Fucking any film that makes me cry, I instantly love because because if you can if you can um sort of bring that emotional uh, side out of me um then mm. you are you are making a a you know a ev- evocative piece of art. Um, yeah, the bits yeah, yeah. that made me cry in this this film are the bits with the parents. Especially the bit where she yeah. leaves her parents um, to go to France.
0: Um, yeah. at the, right at the uh, end uh, or the god. first time?
1: No, the first time. Mm. And then the mother faints or. Yeah, or, and the father yeah. carries her away yeah. as if she's dead. Which is. And, nice. god. and when she's calling home from her rough experience and they're at the phone, oh my god. Even though yeah. right now I literally live with my parents, I have not experienced that at all. It yeah, just makes yeah. me think about my own parents, and and makes me uh, immediately makes me vulnerable, and then and then uh, the powerful, the powerful mm. sort of message. Um, then uh, leads I think me to crying, yeah,
0: Which the, is great. One of the yeah, it's great. the most uh, like hard hitting parts of that section particularly is like her asking her parents. Or I don't know, even though that she asks her parents to do this, but her parents just keep saying, we won't ask questions, don't worry, we won't ask questions. Which is yeah. like, what an interesting way to deal with, with trauma. I, th- I think that... Um,
1: she yeah, just doesn't... I, I feel like she just doesn't want to talk about boys. In, in, in a, And also, she obviously, she doesn't want to reveal to her parents that this overall, this experience of going to a new country did not pan out well, because she ended yeah, ends yeah, up homel- yeah. homeless by the end of it. The- yeah. But at the same time, with any negative experience, there's something you learn from it. And she takes what she learns uh, about boys, for example. She then gets married, and that doesn't end up well. End up well. But mm. the way that she deals with it when she does have to end that relationship is a lot better. because it, <laughs> In my opinion, because <laughs> I love the bit where she's looking back on her relationship with Marcus the, um, the blonde boy. Oh, that's boy. fantastic, yeah. A- a- and he immediately becomes, like, a donkey-teethed, uh, purple boy. A slobbering, little fucker. Yeah, yeah, when he eats his own... He eats his own snot or some I- shit. I think that that's, is... That, that is... is a very, um, a thing a lot of girls that I know, uh, tell me that they've done, um... With okay. people that have been in relationships, <laughs> where they look back oh, on oh, it, <laughs> no, they look back on it and they're just like disgusted by this person, I even see. though at the time that is not the case at all. But yeah. that's just sort of how you deal with it, or even really what your 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 brain creates, it, it, like literally that heartbreak or whatever it is that extreme emotion. It, it, it actually changes your perspective on, on, on the whole thing, and yeah. I thought that it, in turn that they just they did that. They captured that so, so well. Yeah, so yeah, well. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it was so pretty some, moving.
0: Some interesting um, trivia that I came across with this movie. Uh, Iran's government was... Um, they were... Actively fighting against the release of this movie, so they first they sent yeah. a letter. Or, I don't know about order, but um, they sent a letter to the French embassy in Tehran to uh, protest against the movie and pressured the organizers of the two thousand seven Bangkok Film Festival to drop it from the lineup. Same and with also, uh,
1: New Zealand as well.
0: Yes, Wellington, New Zealand, July two thousand eight. Yeah. The Iranian embassy angrily protested the screening of Persepolis, Persepolis uh, during the thirty seventh Wellington Film Festival. <laughs> Persepolis, um, which Persepolis. yeah, Persepolis. That that is interesting, and I think this um, That's the same just really way that like shows, a lot of yeah. a a lot of a lot of bookstores will do like um, banned books of the year and stuff. It's just this like this little revolution that this movie made it through, and yeah. I am honestly I am frustrated. I'm glad that you brought it to my attention because I'm frustrated that it is not um, it's I'm not well known.
1: Out. Yeah, no. Um, no, this is the type of film that um, type of film that because it's a foreign film. You just don't see, because in the society we live in, we just get Hollywood films, basically. That's pretty much it. We get Hollywood films, and then maybe a couple Australian films. And that's about it. Which is what I said when I said um, that this is one of the first films in my foray into foreign films. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It is very, very uh, foreign. Um, That sounds weird, but... Like, yeah, literally, French, like, literally, you know? I, I, yeah, did you, did you, uh, watch it in French with, uh, subtitles? I did, yes. So, that's actually, the uh, voice actors are the same, they do English and French. Oh, Which is awesome. fucking awesome. That's great. Um, as someone that is learning to be bilingual yourself, I would, I would think that yeah. you would find that, yeah, fantastic. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I it found was it made really in France as well. The right 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 um
0: i found it very interesting when they did the uh it it was in one of the um explanations of like uh, iranians uh government history and they have the uh i believe it's the iranian shah and they have the uh british guy this british i don't know character whatever (laughs) um and you can hear that the British guy is speaking French with, like, a shitty, thick English accent, which yeah. I have never had... I don't speak French. I've never had that experience before, but I imagine, like, that was a very funny experience for me. <laughs> like, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just... You could just, just tell. Talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I think that, um, I actually, uh, the version of the film that I have, I actually purchased this film, and you, it allows you to switch between, um, between English and French, and I, I, did, I landed on watching it in French with English subtitles just because the French language is much more beautiful, mm-hmm. and I, I, just, I just found it a better experience uh, the, the couple of I, I re-watched a couple scenes in both languages just to see which would, would be better and I think watching this French is watching this French, watching this in French is definitely the way to go, honestly mm. it yeah. just makes it, it also, it's a foreign film, and it, it cements it sort of as that, otherwise it's just you know, it, you could misconstrue it as, like, an English film about, about Iran. But it's not yeah. that. Uh, it's actually a French film, in a sense. Yeah. Um, Talk so about interesting... some quotes from the, the film. Yeah, uh, just just quickly before that, uh, I have yeah, an yeah.
0: interesting uh, number that I've just come across. So, um, the uh, IMDb's uh, box office numbers that they give, which, keep in mind that, like, most uh, film budgets, especially because this was done by uh, Disney, right? Or a... Uh, uh, um, a subsidiary of Disney? I think I think it is. Um If so, that's but, awesome. Uh it is uh the budget given by IMDb is uh seven point three million and the opening weekend in the USA uh was apparently eighty eight thousand. Jesus. Eighty eight thousand dollars. That is Go nothing. Away. That is fucking pocket change. No. Um it's cumul uh, cumulative worldwide gross. Here's where we say that this million. is
1: one of those films that you buy. Even yeah. though I don't know if you uh pirated it or not, but eventually you yeah. will buy it. Yes. So definitely. anyone out there that wants to watch this film Pay um, money. For it. Or pay money for it, please. Yeah. Because but yep. just in the literal sense that um what Ben's saying is and didn't do very well. Mm. That's very uh heartbreaking to hear actually. Yeah. Um, um the, the creative it's... team on this film just seems so 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 good, like
0: yeah 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 and you can yeah because like the those endearing moments of animation that we've been talking about uh yeah. point to like yeah like serious skill with anime there's a there's a one there's one with um there's one scene where they're walking down the stair i think it's when when uh Tehran is bombed and when they're walking down the stairs to um i assume go to some sort of bunker uh the other ad- for some reason them just walking down the stairs is just so smooth it's just like yeah. I really noticed the uh, you know amount what that is? of...
1: What is that? It is uh, one of the first things you learn when you learn animation. Uh, I'm someone that has not learned animation, but one mm-hmm. of the first things that you learn is weight. And this is what? Weight. Weight, yeah. So everything has weight, a weight to it. Yeah. And you have to learn how to animate uh, things to have the correct weight to it. And I think in this film, the weight of everything is done very, very well. Mm. Um whenever yeah as you say they're walking down the steps you get the you get you really get the feeling that they're walking down the steps they're moving their weight down each step yeah. you know and it's it's just so well done so 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 well done um uh yeah so in terms of quotes from this film uh yeah. there's a, there's a few from the grandma which are great uh, um my favorite one of which is she's she's describing that she's grown up um Imagine as, as growing up, and she says, you'll grab God's balls soon. <laughs> which I just think <laughs> I is know, so, but... <laughs> <great>. <laughs> <It's> so funny. That's <laughs> great. Eventually, in all of our lives, we'll grow tall enough and, and big <laughs> enough to grab God's balls. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: the first marriage is practiced for the second. That's also a line from Grandma. Which we're, is like...
1: We're... Yeah, there's, there's a of... scene where um, she's, uh, has... To, when she moves back to Iran, where she has to meet uh, her whole extended family. Yeah. And then and then there's a bit where they're berating her, and there's yeah. a couple of little lines where they, they're clearly just, like, throwing in things that someone might say to someone, and one of them is, be an astronaut, which I just <laughs> find so funny, like, yeah. who, who the fuck would say that to, to anyone, really? Well, <laughs> Iran has a prominent
0: space program, does it
1: not? I, I really have no fucking idea, man. I'm pretty I, sure I, it does. Maybe, I don't know. But <laughs> e- even if they did, even if they no, do it's funny, yeah. E- even if they do, they're like it's just being like, Be an astronaut <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's your advice, um, man? Alright.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a different tact, another quote from Grandma, listen, I don't like to preach, but here's some advice. You'll meet a lot of jerks in life. If they hurt you, remember it's because they're stupid. I love yeah. that. That's really nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, just... and it also it also
0: speaks to like the um, one of the larger ideologies in Oppressed societies is that you that uh education is one of the greatest weapons that you can give a population, right so like just applying that to a more granular level of like meeting an asshole guy and you're like oh, yeah, it's because he's dumb
1: <laughs> yeah, it's because he's dumb, which yeah. is true, and I think that mm. um I think this film has a perfect level of, of man hate <laughs> and, <laughs> and a lot of it comes from uh, the grandma. And she just puts it so al- eloquently. Obviously, the, the chop-off-their-tiny-dicks bit is... Uh, me, that makes me go, ah, don't chop yeah. off my tiny dick, man, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, at the same time, I, I want to feel that discomfort because because men are displayed in this movie as, as being, um you know, as we said in the beginning, both good and bad, but when they're displayed as being bad, it's just like... Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's terrible.
0: Um... So, I, I recently also watched a movie called The Farewell. Have you
1: seen The Farewell? No, don't even know what
0: it is. It is fantastic. It's by A24, so you know it's going to be good. Shout out A24. Oh, really? Great. Uh,
1: honestly, I I I think I've watched all of A24's movies, and then, really? and then yeah, oh, every yeah, now and again more... someone will bring up another one, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah,
0: so, um, no, the premise of The Farewell is uh, that it is a, a Chinese family. Um, the movie oh, you did tell was, me about this. Yeah, yeah, the movie really interestingly touches on, um, sort of similar, similarly to this, um, the experience of moving away from uh, your home country, and in this case it's moving from China to America, um, mm. and, like, the sort of uh, clash in traditions that you get as a result of that. And The, the, the Farewell is about um, a grandmother, a um, Chinese grandmother the matriarch of the family who has uh, cancer, but they decide, as as is apparently common in uh, Chinese culture, they decide not to tell her that she has cancer. Yeah. Um, and she ends up surviving, like, many, many years past her diagnosis, uh, just, I don't know, for whatever reason. But um, this this movie, P- P- Persepolis and The Farewell, have similar ways of um, just giving this awesome uh, matriarch figure of a family who, like, everything that comes out of her mouth is just, like, wholesome or philosophical gold. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's very lovely. Um, yeah, so that's a good one to watch.
1: Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, comparing it to other, other, other films, um, there's a, a whole bunch of other films you can compare it to, but this is one of those films that is so unique. Um, and that's almost what the best part about it, is how unique it is, how Iranian it is, mm-hmm. how un- unapologetically uh, feminine it is. Um, yeah, I, yeah, to go back to the whole feminist film, uh, feminist, feminist thing, the, the way that this displays all sides of the feminine experience, at least this, this uh, particular brand of the feminine experience, this particular person... Um, is just so so, so well. and I think that misogynists, um, women, anyone can learn a lot of, a lot about that from this film. Yeah. Whenever she uh, speaks up against the authority figures is yeah, such, yeah. so, so, so potent, so so powerful. Yeah. and that is so, such a difficult thing to do. Obviously, she sort of uh, learned that in her formative years from her, her revolutionary uh, uh, family members mm. and her very strong grandmother and it all culminates in her you know telling the authorities off and i,
0: I um, the the one where she uh, i've got the quote in front of me here the policeman says why are you running marjan says i'm late for my class and policeman says maybe but you mustn't run when you run your behind moves around in an obscene way
1: and marjan isn't says that,
0: then stop staring at my ass <laughs> yeah, isn't that just great. so
1: the case though yeah yeah, that, yeah yeah totally. isn't that Absolutely. like men trying to enforce things on women that are completely their fucking fault <laughs> yes. and it's something they need to deal with. I yeah. love that response, like... Yeah. Yeah, then stop staring at my arse, you yeah. fucking pig. Just cut yeah. and dry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. All right, closing thoughts on the movie? Um, if the, There's a bit where um they go to... She and her mother go to the beach. Um, or... Yeah. I'm not sure what yeah, sea her, it was, her but, but they go to see the... The, beach. the Caspian sea. Yeah, and, and this is after... She's gone through the whole depression thing. Yeah. And the the pill thing, which I just found um that hit home a lot in this mm-hmm. film for me. And as in the same way recently I've been I was before uh let's just be uh be realistic. Before lockdown, which w- I am currently in, um I went to the beach to San Remo and I had a very uh, I, I, I hesitate to call it sim- similar because uh, this is an animated film I don't know <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't know actually what that uh, that uh, drawing experienced but at the beach but uh, I just found that that part of this film um, I think we all can learn from it and I think that yeah that is actually something that's very healing to do mm. um, go walk and, on the beach with your parents. yeah literally the smell is so healing like uh mm. and so it really connects you to being a being I, I like to say humans are animals it really connects mm. you to being an animal and 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 is sort of a reality check um yeah the, the whole the whole depression thing and how she gets out of it is a great lesson for people that struggle with that not that you can get everything you need out of this film to get over depression or to learn to cope with depression, rather. But it's a very um, powerful statement that it does make about how to deal with those sort of things. Mm. uh, Yeah. That's another reason this film uh, has sort of crossover appeal. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I did think that the scene where she's um
1: having the psychologist appointment and
0: he's just <laughs> Doodling. he's, just ske- he's just sketching while he's that's actually
1: to it. like, when I first watched this film, that's the bit that jumped out of this movie the most to me. I was mm. this is you know, I was fifteen, sixteen when I watched this film for the first time, yeah. so so a lot of the uh bigger themes uh did not quite hit as home as this time watching it, but that bit was like. Oh, God, yeah, you're right. Because <sighs> my, uh, my experiences with therapists up until that point were it just wasn't really working. Um, right. And that just made me, yep, yep, yeah, that's, that's what it is, isn't it? Interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think I had a kind of a strong reaction to that because I have only recently started seeing a counsellor and I've had a very, very positive experience. Mm. So, like, to see this depiction of a counsellor who, like, visually doesn't, Care. yeah and then <laughs> the, and like, then
1: at the end you get that mono diagnosis where it's really yeah fuck yeah, yeah. every everyone's yeah. mental illness is is much more complicated yeah. complicated than the, the single diagnosis that he gives <laughs> and it's it's such a indictment of that of that system when it's when it's not done correctly and i think in in this sort of uh, oppressive regime a lot of the times uh that uh, that system uh, doesn't really work as well as it maybe should. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, Joel, I'm glad you have shown me this film. Uh, anyone everyone, anyone
1: listening who has not seen this film, just go and watch it. It's just a... Yep. You should watch it. I think um, I'm going to tell a couple of my friends um, yeah. When uh, just to go watch this film, because Definitely. especially... It's, it's weird to say, but especially some of my female friends, because I just think that they will connect to, the, to this film and be able to process a lot of the difficult things about being a female. Mm. Um, this this film just, you know, gives a beautiful light on, and it, I just love, uh, I love it. It's awesome. one of my favourite films. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so
0: glad. I'm very, very glad.
1: Oh, wait, can we talk about... Uh, <laughs> when the Grandma says... What?! <laughs> just before we end, she says... That she puts her boobs in an ice bath every day. (laughs) (laughs) That bit was like, oh, (laughs) that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. All right. Lovely. All right. Uh,
0: So next week we are... Or next week, next episode. Do we do yeah, this episode, episode once a week? Who fucking knows? I don't. We, know. We don't cares. do this episode it, once a week. It, That's we a sure. We do. this same episode every week. Um, <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> this is take two hundred and forty-nine. Um, I think we are going to do a movie called uh, Come and See. So don't
1: know. Don't know it There you this go. This is the place I'm hearing about it. That's yep. awesome. Yep. Come um, and see. Well, come, come and see, see that.
0: Come and see uh, that. It's from nineteen eighty-five.
1: Yeah. It's a
0: movie. Awesome. So. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for showing me this movie. Thank you for chatting yeah, with Yeah,
1: thanks for uh, everyone for listening and, and we'll see you later. Next, next month, <laughs> next year, later. And in the next episode. Good luck, have fun, do... And remember, strange things happen when you go around the Twitch.
0: <laughs> 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 it's a good one for all of us. Uh, actually, fans you know, uh, last time no, let's just uh, not finish. La- you know, what? No, last, t- last
1: time, last uh, time Tom ended this, uh, or we, I ended this uh, podcast with Tom saying "I love you." And I think that's a really good uh, way for us to end this, end this podcast every time. So I'm Great, just going to say, right. "I love you." I love you. <laughs>